0: This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Pixels.com. you got to make those images look great if you want them to pop, you want them to represent your products. This is a retouching service to make your images look great. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Mike Yan. He is the CEO and co-founder of the messenger marketing platform known as Many chat. So, Mike, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. I wonder if you could give me a little bit about um, your origin story. How you? I, I, I do a little research, obviously, for these. And uh, your your work history on LinkedIn is a little brief. I'm I'm almost guessing this is one of your first uh, kind of big ventures. <laughs>
1: um, we actually have been doing uh, startups uh, for over uh, close to ten years. So, for over nine years. I've been doing different projects, and um, it's anywhere from e-commerce to uh, entertainment, uh, consumer websites to uh, kind of like a mix between the messaging apps and a um, also entertainment app, um, and then into went into uh, messenger marketing. And the reason we started uh, on messengers because. In 2015, Telegram, it's a messaging app similar to Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, just popular in different countries, um, uh, opened up their API in 2015. And we saw an opportunity to help 65 million uh, monthly active users um, be connected with businesses they want to be talking to and help those businesses achieve better business results uh, by using this new channel because at that point, it was 2015, nobody was talking about bots. It was like, nobody had any idea about um, how big this was gonna get. So, um, we we started with that. And um, yeah, then in in 2016, transitioned to Facebook Messenger because Facebook Messenger opened up their API and uh, now very like, uh, honored to be the number one uh, platform uh, on Facebook Messenger. Um yeah we power over eight hundred thousand uh Facebook pages in over hundred ninety countries around the world, so so
0: the growth has been pretty astronomical then from uh, i I actually followed many chat from the very beginning um and you know tinkered around with it because I tinker around with everything you know as part of yeah. uh, doing this and uh you you know it's not only has the platform changed but but certainly. The landscape has changed, hasn't it? In terms of how people are using chat and and bots,
1: true. That's true. People started. People thought about chat chat bots at first as this shiny new thing, as this kind of like a uh, toy that's uh, 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 interesting but uh, not very valuable. And uh, when everybody, when every other company was building. Uh, chatbots for the sake of uh, building chatbots, we were actually, uh, we we came up with this term messenger marketing. And now it seems like everybody's using it, but like if you go to messengermarketing.com, you will actually reach our blog. And uh, uh, this is a, we, we believe that messenger is a great way to actually drive business outcomes and to help you, with marketing, with sales, uh, with support, uh, to help you convert better and not just, um, hey, this is something fun um, that has this novelty but doesn't have, have any value. And that's why I think um, I think that's a part of the main shot success.
0: Well, so my first experience with, with the bot at all was, I, I don't even remember the company, but I ordered something and Um, they communicated through Facebook Messenger with me about the, you know, when it was going to get there. So really a service kind of uh, function. And this is a few years ago. Yeah. Um, how are people using it? You mentioned some of these things that, that, um, you know, that you can use it for marketing purposes. I also see a lot of really bad uses of it. I mean, that I think yeah. are, are kind of annoying. You know, unfortunately, marketers ruin everything, yeah. right? But, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, what are some great uses of, you know, if you were talking to a businesses in different industries, you know, how would you tell them to use um, Messenger bots? Because I think it's pretty easy to abuse them too.
1: Yeah, it's true. The, I think the marketers will abuse any channel that they get their hands on. And, but this is, I think this is a bit of a generalization. I would say bad marketers will abuse any kind of their get their hands on. Um, Because if you think about a marketer's job and a marketer that has good intentions, their job is to understand customer needs and to match the customer needs with the products that the business has, if there's any match and to create that value, that transaction where, somebody wants something and they get it and they feel empowered and they feel like they've uh, achieved, like they 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 moved closer to their goal with the help of the product or service that the business provides. So, and, and I think it's, it's all about that communication. So when you think about good marketing, it's based on uh, it's actually follows similar. People think that marketing is just like some, some really, uh, uh, like esoteric uh, uh, type of uh, uh, discipline that you have to learn that is really complex it's really not like you, you're you just want to be helpful to the people that you're talking to you have to figure out what are their needs and you have to present your products and services in a way that uh, actually speaks to that and actually uh, uh, given the fact that uh, your product and services can address those. So you should, I, I think that chat marketing specifically um, creates this, um, it, it just becomes a more intimate and personalized um, channel where businesses start to understand that actually it's more like friends talking to each other and it's more, uh, marketing is much more about Understanding what the customer, like you're, for example, let me give you an example. You're talking about the best use cases of marketing. Usually when people think about the bad use cases of marketing, they think about, um, just like spammy deals, for example, things that people don't want. But actually, turns out there is a cohort of people that actually really, really want those daily deals. So the question is not about the content itself. The question is always about the match between what the person wants and what the uh, marketer and what business does in terms of their communication. Um, And those people who really, really want want those deals, they will be actually angry if one day they do not receive their daily deal message. So uh, it's more, much more about segmentation and it's much more about being smart about who you message, what that message is, what the channel is, what the timing of the channel is. And I think that's why ManyChat is so powerful is because we, in comp- like we started with Messenger, but right now, just a few months, like one one and a half months ago, we've announced that we're actually going beyond Messenger. We've just added SMS, so text marketing, and we also added email because those are the two of the biggest channels, marketing channels that we um see in the world right now and people are our users are a lot of them are using email and marketing and we under we we saw that it's actually becoming it's actually really hard to merge those systems and to make sure that they are working together uh, as a as an orchestra like uh, playing their notes at the right time if you have different platforms so we decided to build a omnichannel platform that allows you to seamlessly go from one channel to the other, but the fact like our, our, uh, origin from messenger allow, like we've been born into the interactive world. So when we went into, for example, SMS marketing, we instantly, uh, were much more capable than the, even the best of breed solutions, because. The best like when you when people thought about this mass marketing, usually it's a one way communication, so you have a message you send it out, maybe there is segmentation, maybe there is something that allows you to send that uh, allows you to send that uh, message at the right time, so maybe there are some triggers, but that's like the furest that you're gonna get. but what about interactivity? How about actually having a conversation with a person? And uh, not only a manual conversation, but also an automated conversation. And um, yeah, that's that's something that wasn't done there before. And then, but the more important part is how do you actually also uh, triangulate between these channels? So say, for example, you have something to say to your people, you can start with an email. Email is, is very, um, is usually non-invasive because uh, usually, People do not check their email, uh, like at the point of receiving it. Uh, People expect that you can have your, like you can check your email, not that often as messaging Messaging apps and uh, text messaging are much more invasive because people usually respond to those notifications faster. So if it's an irrelevant notification, then actually like it's not gonna be, um, let's say, uh, it, it creates more frustration for the for the customer. Yeah, because so we feel like we, we decrease... feel like
0: we have to respond, you know, to that.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, how do we decrease that? How can we, uh, for example, communicate with people who want to be communicated through email, and communicate with people who want to be communicated with uh, text messaging, and the ones who want to be communicated with through Facebook Messenger differently? And how do we make it easy for the business to do that? And given the fact that there is like many more channels that are coming up, so WhatsApp is coming up, Instagram is coming up, iMessage is coming up, Google RCS and the also the cross-carrier messaging initiative is coming up. So there is like, it used to be that you could be doing only one channel, only one digital channel that is direct marketing, which is email. And now you're entering into this world where 2.5 billion Uh, people around the world use messaging apps and is the de facto standard of how people talk to each other. How does a business and SMB um, thrive in this environment where like there is all this complexity? And we believe that our mission is to simplify that by bringing all those channels into one place and by helping the SMB just by saying, hey, you don't need any other uh, marketing automation platforms or direct marketing platforms, uh, or all your customers are inside many chats, no matter what the channel is. And, uh, you have any, and you can create, uh, beautiful orchestrated campaigns where, uh, it actually, uh, respects the choice of the channel with the customer, but it's easy for the people to not get swamped by messages. And also it reduces your costs and increases ROI. So, yeah, that's, that's how we're thinking about this. If you've
0: got a website, if you're selling products online today, you know that the images are crucial to how people make opinions about your products and services. Pixels.com, that's pixel with a Z, dot com, is an image retouching service that can take all of your images, they can retouch them, Add shape and symmetry, smooth out bumps, align shoulders, things like that. They can reduce wrinkles. They can reduce and remove lint tags, everything that just doesn't really seem to fit. Get somebody to do it for you. Accelerate your time to market because they'll give you your images retouched the next morning. Go to Pixels.com, that's P-I-X-E-L-Z.com and find out about their retouching image services. So let's talk a little bit about the conversational aspect. Um, as you said, you know, a lot of these are automated. We probably all have gone on and, you know, the little bubble pops up and says, what do you need today? And you tell it what you need. And then you end hopefully in a, in a very fluid conversation. But I also see a lot of yeah. those that don't end well, that, you know, that they haven't been written well. They haven't been thought out, you yeah. know, and, and it's so. Where do you strike the balance between this idea of of a bot, if you will, um, and a human being, you know, responding?
1: So I think it's up to the business to decide what they want to start with. Some people actually start with a full human agent, and some people start with a full automated solution. And depending on what their task at hand is, so for example, if you're doing lead generation, I would start with an automated solution because lead generation is something very, very repeatable. You can ask the same questions, basically you're filling out a form through a chat interface, which is more interactive and more uh, engaging. Like the usually the convergence to actually filling out the form are, go higher when you use uh, a chat interface. Uh, but then when if you are doing something that is uh, much more diverse in terms of what the uh, customer intent is, then you can actually go out and start with live chat. And, uh, at, like this is actually, this is a really good point because for example, what we do, we don't believe at in one way or the other. But, uh, like, I think that the best customer experience is created with a mix of automation and human touch. And, um, uh, it has to be, uh, uh, because automation is really, really helpful when it works, when it's responsive, when it actually does what you want it to do and uh, gets you to your desired uh, results. Um, a human agent is a great uh, addition when you have a certain question and you want somebody to talk to that can understand your specific inquiry, uh, and can help you out. And, uh, for, for more complex queries, or just sometimes you just need a person to uh, talk about the thing that you have, um, um, at hand. So, um, I wouldn't say that there is a specific path that you should take as a business. I think there is a, um, you should look at your task that you're trying to solve at your role and ask yourself, how is that? Like, what is the best way to solve that? Um, And and, uh, again, we are seeing in terms of our customers, we have both of the, both uh, solutions on the platform. So we do have the automation part, obviously, and we do also have the live chat part. Um, And uh, we see that from our customers is that people usually automate the things that are easily uh, automatable and then they also go through the live chat when somebody for example um, for some reason somebody could uh, fall out of the conversation flow they started to type something they asked a question or something That actually inside main chat that will open up a conversation and you're going to be notified as as an admin you're going to be notified that somebody is outside the automation and you should pay attention and maybe respond to them and, uh, and uh, bring them back into the flow or uh, actually continue the flow uh, manually. And so we try to reduce those costs. We try to make sure that things that could be automated are automated, but then also give you the option to do um, uh, human manual responses.
0: Well, I think you made a really good point that people need to really, I, I think, focus on. Automation, when it works is a beautiful thing. When it doesn't work, it's really irritating. <laughs> and so I think that that's, exactly. I think people need to understand that. Tell me a little bit about um, AI's function in this. I mean, what are we in a world, at, you know, because a lot of the responses are that are currently available are, I mean, it's almost like a database. I mean, they're built in, yeah. pre-written, you know, so they, they can only respond to a certain thing a certain way. How far are we away yeah. from a world where, where, you know, a chatbot, for example, can understand the intent of a question and make its own answers up.
1: Yeah, so I don't think that the chatbot will be able to. So, first of all, we the chatbot can already understand the intent; but it just depends on the technology. So, many chat integrates with Dialogflow, so uh, you could actually use something like Dialogflow from Google that understands the intent of uh, the person and can re- be much more. Flexible in terms of how you set up those automations, so it's not just like uh, rigid keywords where, uh, hey, this is if this word is mentioned, then reply with this message. It's much more if the person's intent is close to like asking about the working hours, then respond with this message. But you're still responding with a message. Uh, what you're talking when you're talking about actually. Responding with a message that is generated uh, by the AI, so that's actually uh, further. So there is already uh, artificial uh, intelligence model models that can generate, like they can generate uh, pictures, they can generate music, they can generate text. So uh, there is already a lot of progress technologically in that, Um, it just doesn't feel like, there's not a lot of use case for that at this point uh, for like types of FAQ questions, or let's say for types of uh, uh, asking questions about a certain missing uh, information. So for example, if you're, if you have an AI model that gets reservations, so an AI model is just a really fancy way of saying, like if there is a type of algorithm uh to to for example, take reservations automatically, a person could say, "Hey, i want to book a table for two people, like okay, so we know that you need it for two people, but we don't know the dates, we don't know the time, so now we need to ask for the missing info so um, you you have the intent you need those two parameters you start asking okay what's what's the date, what's the time, uh and also maybe for some other additional info like uh an email or phone number to reach out to the person. So um and for those types of things you don't really need a generative model that will actually you, you need you can you can actually static program those those uh texts. Uh and um uh, same with the FAQ. Once we know what question you're answer uh, you're asking Like it's actually, you don't need a different response. Every time somebody asks in a different way about the working hours, are you open today? Are you open right now? You can actually respond with the same message of, hey, we work from this to this, et cetera, et cetera. So you don't need to generate that message. But I think in the future, in a few years, there are a lot of cases to make uh, chatbots more, more natural in terms of what they can be talking about and to make those conversations more unique uh, that will also listen to the context of the conversation. And uh, in that regard, yes, those models will be very valuable. And I think it's a matter of a few years to actually be implemented. So in terms of capturing intent, that's available right now. In terms of generating text, I think we're a few years out.
0: So if you're a small business, and I'm sure that a lot of small business owners are are hearing a lot about this and they're thinking, is this for me, um, how would you tell somebody who yeah. maybe was – Maybe not as digitally savvy, um, you know. Who's yeah. thinking? You know, how can I try this out? Where, where would be the first place that you kind of say, "Hey, here's here's a use yeah. that just about every business could use."
1: That's a great question. I was wondering, like, we we went into this AI wormhole, and I'm wondering, like, are are the small businesses even interested in the technological details of this? I think, like, all of this seems. Like, very complicated and very tech, techy, et cetera. Like, the the simple fact is, is that 2.5 billion people are using messaging apps. Everybody is using text messaging. Every, like, in the US, for example, 55% of people use iPhones, and iPhones have uh, uh, not only text messaging, but also iMessage installed, which is a messaging app. If somebody like was wondering what are what is the difference between those green bubbles and blue bottles, <laughs> blue bubbles. So the blue bubble is means that you're sending this over data, not over uh, the carrier. Uh, and basically, that 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 that's the messaging app that's just built in into the messages uh, application. And uh, what actually, what, what I'm trying to say is that all of your customers are using messaging apps and most like probably you're also using messaging apps and you're talking to your friends and family uh your children your colleagues um Slack is 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 growing really fast Microsoft Teams is growing really fast those are the two like messaging apps for the workforce force so uh, the the number one thing that businesses have to realize is Messaging as a form of communication is here to stay and it's growing rapidly. So that's number one point. And now the question is, how can my business benefit from adopting messaging apps and chat as the, as a channel of customer communication? Let's say I've been using email. Like, is, should I be starting to use SMS? Should I start using Facebook Messenger? And what is going to be the benefit? And like, to be honest, for different businesses, it's going to be a different different use case. Um, uh, Most businesses actually will have to start using messaging apps in the next three to five years because all the consumers are going to expect that they can actually message the business on any platform. Like, you you know how everybody expects that you have a phone and you have a website. Uh, Like, it it seems like it's it seems a bit strange to a lot of people, but it's actually like for me, it's not even a hypothesis. Like, it's a fact like in, in three to five years, everybody is going to expect every business to be to be able to text any business. Like, you're, as a consumer, you're going to be pissed off when when a business will not have an option to text them and to not have a phone conversation. Because phone conversations are actually, um, in terms of their, their popularity as a customer communication channel, they're dying. They're very much... Uh, declining, and the reason, like, if you look at the data, uh, I can send some links uh, of the uh, research, but uh, if you look at the more senior people, their approval, like, their um, preference for voice communication is 60-something percent. It's really high. But if you look at the people from 18 to thirty-four their preference for voice is 20%. So it's three times lower. And the same goes, and the same transition happens for text, but in other way around, the text communication for uh, people 65 and older is 20% preference. But for people, and this one is actually covers two age groups. So it's not from 18 to 35. It's more it's from 18 to 44 and their preference for text communication is 61%. So, uh, as a person, you want to be able to chat to the business, but that business has to be responsive. That business has to be able to reply fast, automate some of the stuff, manually process the other stuff. And, um, You'll be doing all all of this because you 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 don't want to live like you don't want to be wasting your time being on the line with a business that is scrambling to like answer all the phone calls. Yeah, um,
0: and, I, and I think phone support has actually uh, gotten worse too, maybe because of this. But uh, so speaking yeah. with Mike Yan, he is the CEO of the Messenger Marketing Platform. Many chat, and you heard it here: three to five years, you better be in <laughs> the text game, or you risk the the you run the risk of being obsolete. So, uh, Mike, tell people where they can find. And I know you've got lots of great resources and education there as well. But tell people where they can find out more about ManyChat.
1: Sure. So, uh, if you go to ManyChat, M-A-N-Y-C-H-A-T dot Uh, You will find, uh, we have a free plan. You can start uh, building out your uh, messenger and SMS uh, uh, automations and and chats. And uh, we have a great uh, beginner course on YouTube. It's free for everybody to watch. It walks you through like how to build this out. uh, What is it for? Et cetera. And if you're somebody who like who is not like into the whole marketing thing, uh, though that back to the question why are you listening to this podcast? But like maybe you you just want to be stay on top of the technology uh, uh, stuff. Then we have a bunch of agencies who are really really good at uh, building out these types of experiences, and you can also find a partner that will build this out for you. Um, and we have a list of. Certified experts on the website, and you can talk to them. You can ask them all sorts of questions. So I would I would go to chats, Either find a partner or just uh, register for a free account and go through the YouTube course. Uh, it's all free. And once you once you're convinced, then you can actually convert to a pro account. And it's going to be, um, <laughs> like it's we're very aggressively priced, and because we're we, we want to build. And the most ubiquitous platform on the market that's why we start with like even the pro plan we have all this stuff for free but if you if you convert to the pro plan it's like ten dollars a month um, so. awesome
0: so uh, th- thanks for stopping by Mike and uh, encourage people to check out ManyChat, chat. We'll have the links uh, in the show notes so uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you next time I'm out there on the road.
1: Thank you. Thank you.